Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. I have missed you all so much. I'm so sorry I haven't dropped an episode in the last two weeks. Real work, like guys, I do have a day job, <laughs> has got gotten the way. But thankfully, there have been some entertainment business news here or there, um, but nothing that I actually felt super passionate to cover Um, emergency-wise, news ranging from the Disney executive shakeup, Peter Rice, he was the head of film over at Disney, he did get fired, and Dana Walden will step up for him. Uh, There was also news last week of Apple TV Plus buying the rights to all of the MLS soccer matches, so that is the Soccer Federation in the U.S., But in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit deeper about celebrities and their cryptocurrency lawsuits. Now, I've made a couple shady comments in the past towards cryptocurrency, and don't get me wrong, I do believe maybe one day there will be a situation where crypto does come in handy. But to me personally, I just haven't seen it yet. Um, In particular, I'm not a huge believer in NFTs of these digital art. I think cryptocurrency can be used for something much more useful. But what exactly is still yet to be seen? Now, to catch everyone up on the celebrities in the cryptocurrency world, to start off, usually when we see celebrities put their name or vouch for something, it does bring credibility to an industry or to a specific company. Um, At the end of the day, they were most likely paid to do so. Uh, For those who don't, they'll very clearly say that they haven't been paid. But in this particular situation, when it comes to cryptocurrency, a lot of them have been paid and have been paid big bucks. It was really clear to me just how much money cryptocurrency is spending on celebrities when they bought out the Super Bowl ads earlier this year. We had Larry David, who's famous for not wanting to do anything that's out of his creative realm, uh, participate in a cryptocurrency commercial where he was kind of like, oh, if you don't get on cryptocurrency, like you're missing out on the next big invention, like Thomas Edison and the light bulb. There was also a big cryptocurrency commercial by Matt Damon, where he kind of was like making fun of Boston people. Like if you don't jump on this, then like you're falling behind. In the Twitter sphere, Reese Witherspoon, Gwyneth Paltrow, celebrities of that caliber have also gone on Twitter to make official announcements. Reese Witherspoon made this really cringy tweet uh, talking about, quote, in the near future, every person will have a parallel digital identity. (laughs) Um, And to finish off, she wrote, avatars, crypto wallets, digital goods will be the norm. Are you planning for this? And she got completely dragged in the comments. A lot of her fans disappointed in her saying that they didn't think she'd be someone who would like be pushing crypto down others' throats. Anyway, it's all really coming to a head this year. In January, Kim Kardashian was named a class action lawsuit along with former NBA player Paul Pierce and boxer Floyd Mayweather. Uh, The lawsuit involved that they use their fame to promote Ethereum Max, um, a type of cryptocurrency. And that those who are suing them said that they believe these celebrities were just trying to inflate the price before selling it. Um, In the cryptocurrency world, this is known as a pump and dump. Uh, Kim Kardashian's tweet that got her in hot water with all of this was she wrote, are you guys into crypto? This is not financial advice, but sharing what my friends just told me about the Ethereum Max token. (laughs) Like, give me a break, Kim. Anyway, this all leads to end of last week where Elon Musk gets sued for $258 billion uh, for another cryptocurrency lawsuit. 
So in this situation, so this was a similar situation where the plaintiffs were accusing Elon Musk and his companies, Tesla and SpaceX, for scheming to pump the price of the Dogecoin, which is another type of cryptocurrency. In 2019, he did tweet that Dogecoin was his favorite cryptocurrency, which is ironic because it was literally started as a joke. Their logo is a Shibu and everything about it was like, we exist to make fun of all the other cryptocurrencies. But the ironic and sad thing is that people bought into it and now it's become so strong and had so much money attached to it that it became its own cryptocurrency. Elon even talked about it and made a joke about it during SNL, which brought it back into which brought it into cultural relevance. In general, I feel like these lawsuits are very interesting because of the precarious situation they're coming up in. No one was suing celebrities when they were all making tons of money during the pandemic on cryptocurrency. However, now that cryptocurrency, Bitcoin in particular, lost 70% of its value. Dogecoin has lost 90% of its value since last year. People are losing money, right? People are nervous. They're losing money. They feel like they're backed up in a corner. Usually human behavior, you kind of want to point fingers at someone. You want to blame someone. You want to blame someone but yourself, right? Um, So it's not that surprising that these lawsuits are happening, but it is kind of just one more reflection of the volatility of cryptocurrency and also the bad business that these celebrities who get involved in it are doing. For me, I compare cryptocurrency to peak Beanie Babies in the 90s. It's worth a high value today because someone said it is, but on paper, it's actually not that value. I highly recommend to everyone to listen to the New York Times Ezra Klein's two podcast episodes. He did one in October 2021, back when he was more open-minded and curious about crypto. Check out that episode. It's called A Crypto Optimist and Crypto Skeptic Walk Into a Podcast Studio. His follow-up episode was just a few months ago, April 5th, 2022, called The Most Thorough Case Against Crypto I've Ever Heard where he dives in beyond just the numbers and kind of reveals the actual toxic and predominantly white bro culture that drives and controls cryptocurrency and how it's not actually a solution for the little people as they often try to tout themselves. I also love following the Stanford Business School professor, Graham Weaver, on TikTok as he compares crypto to the tulip craze. The tulip craze was in the 1630s when people thought tulip flowers were a luxury status. So people began buying and trading tulip bulb flowers for acres of land. And obviously that crashed because people realized tulip is just that, a tulip flower that dies off after a few weeks. Well, since I have been missing from your lives these past few weeks, I wanted to catch everyone up on what I've been watching. This is a little bit unconventional since it is not a Friday, but I wanted to tell you and share that I did watch the JLo Netflix documentary halftime. I thought it was terrible. It was a blatant advertisement and curated, no less, to JLo's life. And she just chooses to leave out the vulnerable parts of her life, which made the documentary feel super fake. The Kardashian season finale also happened recently, um, super tragic with Chloe finding out Tristan once again for the third time cheated on her. I've been loving Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, so cute, a, a Palestinian American Muslim girl who finds out that she also has superhero powers, even though she's a, an avid fan of the Avengers. And then this past weekend, most recently, I binged The Summer I Turned Pretty, the cutest, most relaxed teen rom-com on Amazon Prime, also created by Jenny Han, who made the original to All the Boys I Loved Before. 
That's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope you learned a little. I hope you had a nice Juneteenth and were able to observe the holiday and learn a little bit more about its history. And I will talk to you next time. Bye, everyone.